Well, as we enter into a new year, we keep getting reminded that things have greatly increased in cost over the last year. And with healthcare costs rising as well, it leaves you with less money to spend on other needs. So what can we expect in the year ahead, especially with an election coming up as well? Joining me today is Chris Faddis, co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare, a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Chris, thanks so much for joining us again in a brand new year, our first opportunity to talk. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, great to talk to you, Brenda, as always. I uh, hope you had a good a good Christmas and a good start to the year. Well, we are all thankful having gotten through last week's storm to be able to get back to normal somewhat. But you turn on the news and so much is focused on the upcoming election. And I do want to talk to you a little bit about how healthcare is going to play into that. But before we get to that, just let's just go back in time for a little bit and remind our listeners why you decided so many years ago to put your faith into God and found Solidarity HealthShare. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, Brenda, you know, the emphasis certainly wasn't wasn't of my own will. I mean, it, it was one of those situations where we were we were thrust into a healthcare situation in our own family. Um, as many of your listeners probably remember, we you know we we uh, lost my first wife to colon cancer in 2012, and when when we were going through that journey for 17 months of treatment and dealing with all of the nightmare of, of the medical system uh, and insurance. It, it you know coincided with with a lot of of other things like you know being able to fundraise a ton of money for my wife's care in order to get her to specialists and advanced and alternative therapies that that she needed because the traditional routes weren't working you know she was diagnosed at stage four so there wasn't a whole lot of hope and we needed to to do some other things and we had this amazing uh, experience of the the Catholic and Christian community coming together and supporting uh, our family. Uh, and, and in those two circumstances, I think the Lord used used that to, to open my eyes. And um, during some time of prayer, he, you know, actually for Pentecost Sunday, a Holy Spirit novena for Pentecost Sunday, um, really kind of unveiled a, a vision for us of, of having a true alternative that would allow us to practice our faith, to be um, good stewards of, of our family's medical needs, but also to be able to be faithful in how we live our faith. Um, and, and so we, we set out to do that and, and, uh, it took us some time to get, get live and get launched, you know, and, and get out there. We had to do a lot of things to make sure that we were doing it properly and through all the proper legal channels. Uh, but we did that. And, and to this day, you know, we're so blessed to be able to serve members in a way that allows them to share each other's medical deals off out of this bureaucratic and amoral system that is, that is truly, unfortunately doing the enemy's work in a lot of ways. Uh, but still give people access to good, solid health care um, that, that they need for their families. And, and that, that's why we started it, Brenda. That, that was it. Now, wow. uh, there, there's about a 50 more reasons that the Lord has given me since, you know, the, the, the fight for price transparency and, and the you know, learning about how, doc, how certain doctors and hospitals are pushing people to, um, you know, to things like abortion and things. And so, you know, all of those reasons just continue to compound as to why we continue to, to be in this fight. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's important for people to remember that, the, you know, why do we do the things that we do and why it's so important to place our trust in God and asking Him, God, what is your plan for me and what is it that you want me to do? 
In fact, many people are going to be asking themselves that as we are entering into this election year. Did you find that when you were founding Solidarity that you came across things where you were asked as a company to compromise the Catholic faith of your members? And did you have a difficulty like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that those opportunities come all the time. I mean, you know, there's certainly ways in which we could have arranged things to maybe appear Catholic or to appear Christian, um, you know, but ultimately do do things another way. Uh, you know, and, and one of those is just as simple as sometimes uh, the difficult thing in what we do is sometimes we have to be the voice of no, right? If, if something's not okay by our values, um, you know, and, and we're not going to share into a medical expense, sometimes we have to say no. Um, but then there's also the opportunities. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities for us to to hide our Catholic values and and, and you know market this as a secular product or program. Uh, and the reality is that that would take away the the real truth and value for what we're doing. This there's not a a monetary motivation here. This is about serving our members and making sure that they have the care they need and that that we're giving them a way to share with each other's medical bills. And so there's lots of opportunities like that where, where that come your way or, or different vendors or partners, organizations, or even funding sources that would help make things easier, right? And and so, you know, over time, you know, we've really just, uh, I think, grown and learned that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, a lot of companies talk about core values. Uh, and, and we really haven't had a lot of focus on core values because our founding mission is re- rooted in the, the gospel of life and the teachings of the church. Um, and, and our values really are the, the virtues that God has given us, right? And so I think Pope Benedict tells us, Brenda, that, you know, you know, there's lots of ways that he talked about this idea that sometimes things need to get smaller, right? That the church might get smaller, but it'll be more faithful, right? Oh. Or that what God's calling you to might be smaller, but it's going to allow you to live, live what he's called you to. And that's, I think that's the lesson, right? Is that, you know, as much as we would love to grow, we want to serve as many peaceful people as we possibly can. Because we do things a certain way, it takes a lot more time to grow. Chris Faddis joining us today, telling us more about how Solidarity Health Share came to be and why he has decided to stand with God when it comes to their decision making. I love how you bring up Pope Benedict there because he talked about that remnant church, that smaller church. And I just like to say we might be smaller, but we are mighty. And you just kind of take on what is before you, like you are doing there at Solidarity. Now, what is before all of us is an upcoming election, and there's so many things to weigh. But we recognize that inflation is, there's not a person unaffected by it. And our dollar doesn't seem to buy as many groceries, especially with health care costs continuing to rise. Tell our listeners about what is happening with health care now and what we've got to look forward to and prepare for in 2024. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, just like everything else that's continuing to rise, of course, healthcare was on the rise every year before this inflation that we're experiencing. Um, but, it, you know, it certainly doesn't help <laughs> to have it keep happening. Um, you know, and, and now, you know, we're at this this historic rise of, of spending of, you know, even Medicaid uh, is up 9.6% with Medicare spending up 5.9%. And those, you know, what's interesting about that, Brenda, is those are rather controlled costs uh, because with both Medicare and with Medicaid, um, the pricing that will be reimbursed is set by the government, right? And so there's no ability for, for the hospital systems or the doctors to really mark that up. So, so in a controlled market environment, they're still having these kind of surges. We're seeing surges upwards of 17 to 20% in some sectors of, 
of the private healthcare market um, for actual expenses. I'm not even talking about insurance premiums, just actual expenses. Uh, and so that's that's continuing. I think it's you know continuing to uh, you know make it harder on people. Obviously, people have their deductibles and those things to meet, and more and more people are are struggling with that uh, as as these you know these expenses go up. Copays and health plans are going up. Copays and in, in, in pharmacy spend is going up. Uh, and so I think people are really starting to feel that that burn, so to speak, of, of uh, the, the the price. I think in a lot of ways in the insurance market, we're, we're shielded from it because we only see the, the increase of the premium, which does matter. But most people kind of ignore it. We just pretend like that wasn't money we ever had. But the reality is it is our money. Even if your employer is paying for it, it's part of your pay. Um, and so we should pay attention to that. So it's definitely worth paying attention to. Um, you know, we're happy to say that we are still able to maintain costs using our, our discounting and repricing methods that we use. And we're still getting discounts upwards of 65% for our members on their medical bills. But again, that is still seeing, we still see the rise, of course, right? Because the, the mm-hmm. overall charges were still higher. So even if we're getting that discount, our costs are going up for our members as well. So, you know, uh, but I think it's the, one of the reasons why I think we're, we're so effective is because we, we go off of that baseline and understanding what the actual cost of care is, making sure the doctors and the physicians are paid well in the hospitals. How are they going to find more information about Solidarity and get connected with one of your great team members? Yeah, I, I mean, I think definitely visit us at, eight, at, at our website, solidarityhealthshare.org, solidarityhealthshare.org. Um, uh, and definitely call us at 844-313-4999. We have a great team that's there to answer your questions. Um, and they're they're just uh, passionate people about what mm. we do, and they, they do a great job of helping answer your questions, make sure it's a good fit for you, um, and, and also explain some of the processes that I, that I discussed on the air. Oh, fantastic. And again, Chris, what you shared at the beginning about why you started Solidarity, we know that you join your life experience to what people might be suffering and going through now. And it is care and love and prayers that you offer for all of your members. So thank you again so much for joining us. God bless.